I'm going to delve in and teach you some content principles to actually create some content, guys, because after all, we're talking about SEO. Uh, I'm Atiba D'Souza. Welcome to Traffic Keys. If you're a business owner looking to drive more traffic to your website, then you are in the right place. And today we're diving into headfirst into content. Now, content's pretty darn big, right? There's a lot of stuff to talk about. And, you know, it is one of the keys. Your content strategy is one of my three keys to organic traffic, right? The first one being your audience and really defining your audience, knowing your audience. The second one is content and your content strategy. And the third, if you do the first two right, the third that falls into place. Yeah, it takes some work. Let me admit, it does take some work. But it, but it really, a lot of it falls into place is your SEO. You bring those three things together and you have the keys to generating organic traffic in your niche. So let's jump in. Um, and today we're going to be talking about a concept which you've probably never heard of before, and that's perfectly fine. It's okay. That's why I'm here to help you learn these things. And it's called pillar pages. Now, other people, some people call them uh, content clusters. I typically use the term pillar pages. And pillar pages and child pages are, or should I say, is the, the technique that I use to help rank hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pages. Okay, online to get Google to recognize that this content is valuable, that this content is related, and that this content needs to rank. Now, the theory behind a pillar page is simply this you have a big topic to talk about. That's 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 the first thing. You've got a big topic to talk about. Well, in that big topic, you could probably talk for a very, very long time. Like, for example, I could talk to you about content today's Thursday, probably until next week, Thursday. I can say an awful, awful lot about content, right? But can I write all of that in one post? Eh, probably not. But even within that, I can say, you know, um, uh, written content for your blog as still a pillar, a big topic. So I've got a big topic that I want to write about, a big topic that I want to cover, a big topic that my audience needs to know about, to get answers for. It's answering questions that they have had, okay? And so I'm going to take this big topic and I'm going to call it my pillar. Now, my pillar has bunches of children. I'm going to show you some graphics on this in a minute too, guys. Uh, my pillar has bunches of children topics that I can also talk about. For example, if I'm talking about written content, I may have a, a pillar of a, sorry, a child uh, topic that is how to hire a writer. That's a good one. Do I need an editor? That's another one. How often should I publish content? There's a great one. Heck, what should I write about? Another great child 
topic. So let me show you. I'm going to share my screen with you here, guys. Um, let me show you how this works here. Okay. Hopefully, y'all can see this. Um, it looks it looks bigger on my screen than it may for you. Let me see if I can make this a little bit bigger. So this graphic actually came from HubSpot, um, HubSpot.com, which they have a great CRM tool that if you're not familiar with, reach out to me. I can tell you about it. It's wonderful. Uh, for slightly larger businesses, they do try to help small businesses, but they're really f more for medium-sized businesses. Either way, uh, HubSpot uh, put out this graphic here, and it really kind of depicts what the pillar page and uh, child pages, or as they call them, content clusters and child clusters. I think they call them child clusters, um, how they work. So at the top here, you have your website, HubSpot.com, in their case. Then if you see here, they have uh, these big circles. Okay, so it's one, two, three, four, five of them, these big colored circles here, and each one of them represents a pillar topic that HubSpot.com wants to talk about, needs to talk about with its audience. And then each of those pillar pages, as you see around, has all of its individual child pages that talk about a specific part of that much bigger whole. So the big pillar page content will touch on each of those pieces, but just briefly, okay? It's going to cover it, but not in great depth, whereas the child pages are going to go more into depth, all right? Um, here, let me show you this next graphic here which kind of breaks it down a little bit further. Again, this is also from HubSpot. So you see here this uh, orange circle with the, I guess that's black around it, I guess, um, multicolored circle. I think, that's, I think that's what you call it, multicolored. <laughs> um, anyway, so this is your pillar content that you're going to write here. And then you have all of your cluster content that spokes off of it, and you link to your, your cluster content. So if I'm writing a pillar post on how to write uh, content for your blog, right? And that's my pillar post. In there, I may touch on, I may have a section in there on consider hiring a professional writer that can write for your blog. And I may say 150 words about that. And I will then link to my child content that goes into greater depth about the merit of hiring a writer, a professional writer to help you write your blog post. Likewise, on my child page, right, where I'm talking about how to hire a professional writer, I'm also going to link back to my pillar, to the parent, okay? And so they link to each other. Now, why is this so important? And this is one of the most crucial parts of defining pillar and child page content that, honestly, guys, I've seen a lot of people mess up. I've seen people who have heard of the pillar um, content um, framework and, and said, you know what, I'm going to use that. And they write these great pillar posts. And then they even write these great child posts. But they get that link in between for the pillar to point to the child, to link to the child. 
and for the, the child to link back to the pillar. That is absolutely crucial. Here's why. Google is a knowledge bank. It is constantly learning and is constantly growing. And one of the things that it's doing when it's learning and it's growing, guys, is it's making assumptions and connections. So it itself works this way in that it takes topics that it finds and it finds reputable people who talk about those topics. And then it says, okay, these reputable people talked about these topics. And then they also talked about these subtopics as part of this topic. And so then they find content that relates to those subtopics. So Google is creating this matrix within itself where it's defining pillars and all of the subtopics that go with it. So when they come to your website and you're talking about a pillar, okay, and then you don't have those subtopics, you're subliminally saying to Google, yeah, I don't care about the rest of that stuff, or maybe I don't know about the rest of that stuff as as much as I should. Versus when you create your pillar page and your pillar page links to the child page and the child page links back to the pillar page, Google picks up on those signals and says, okay, they realize that these are connected. We already know because we learned somewhere else from some other expert that these topics are connected and they are agreeing that these topics are connected. So they know what they're talking about. They at least are making sense. That's why this works so well. Because essentially what we're doing is we're helping Google accomplish its goal. It is trying to learn and grow and become this repository of all of these interconnections of how all of this data is connected and nothing is fragmented. And so when they come to our website, we say, hey, what? Guess what, Uncle Google? We're not fragmented either. Look, we created a pillar and here are all the children and they're all linked to each other because we know that they're all related. That is why we do it. So I want you to think about your content in this way. Think about what are big questions that people ask? What are big topics related to your business? Take those topics and then ask yourself, what are the questions or what are the the subtopics that can be answered about it? Write that pillar post that covers and just touches on many of those and then start writing all of the the child pages and the child posts that go into greater depth about each one of them. And then we start to publish that and watch. Your rankings will grow just from doing that. Those pages will start to rank. Oh, let me cover this as well. There are a lot of people who get really obsessed about ranking their homepage in Google. Stop it. Stop it. Okay? Because the truth of the matter is, your homepage doesn't answer a ton of questions for most people. However, a pillar post will answer a ton. A child post will answer a ton more. Because those are answering specific questions and specific 
needs that people have. It used to be um, back in back in the day. <laughs> I say back in the day. I'm talking like a decade ago, that or five years ago even. Um, we had this thing where we knew that people needed to get the answer to their question when they came to your website in 2.3 clicks or less. Right. So basically, if they come to your homepage and they click once and they click twice and they don't get the the answer to their question, they leave. Right. So that was five years ago. Now that number is down into the one point something. In other words, people are willing to, to make one click on your website to get to their answer. So let me ask you a question. Why not make it zero clicks? When you focus on, and I know I'm taking an aside here because this was not today's topic, but when you focus on, on on trying to master the SEO for your homepage and drive all the traffic only to your homepage, what you're doing is forcing users to click, which is antithetical to the way they work. They don't want to click on your website. They want to be taken to a page that answers their question. Using the pillar page model, helps you accomplish that because every single page answers a question or maybe one or two um, or three, but they answer specific questions that people are asking. That's why I started off by saying, how do you determine what content goes on your pillar page? You think about what are the big content areas or the big questions that people ask you about your business. And then What are the topics or the questions that make up the answer to this big topic? By writing that information, you're answering people's questions directly. Remember, Google wants to rank pages that are going to bring value. And if someone can come to your page and get the exact answer that they're looking for, that brings major, major value. You understand? So that's why this is crucial. Okay. Now, let me show you. Um, I got one more slide here to show you. Okay. This is actually a pillar page example um, here. And this came from Neil Patel. Uh, Neil is one of the world's foremost leaders on, on SEO. Um, he talks a lot about SEO. I think you've probably heard me mention him before if you've listened to some of my videos. Um, and this was an, an example that he used here um, in the home remodeling space for a pillar page. So the pillar... Pillar content is home remodeling. And some of the child pages or subcontent, if you will, were home remodeling ideas and inspiration, home remodeling estimates, home remodeling budgets, 10 ways to save. Okay. So these are all topics that he can touch on in his bigger pillar page. So, for example, his sub page may have been called home remodeling budgets, 10 ways to save. And so on his pillar page, he may have had a section on budgeting and saving for your home remodeling. And he may have talked a little bit about that and said, if you would like 10 ways to ideas on 10 ways to save, click here to read my article. That accomplishes the link from the pillar page back to the child page. Likewise, on the child page, when he's talking about home remodeling budgets, 10 ways to save, he may talk about the in his 10 ways to save, one of his ways to save may have something to do with how you get an estimate or the questions you ask when you get an estimate, for example. And so now there, because that's another child topic, 
he can actually link that child, that content in his child page, home remodeling budgets, 10 ways to save, back to his pillar page that talks about estimates. Okay? That's how we accomplish in the real world the interlinking between the pillar page and the child page, which is so crucial for Google to understand your content and understand the hierarchy of your content. Okay? So I'm hoping that example is kind of clear to you. If it's not, feel free to drop me a, a comment. Love to hear if you've got, if you're getting stuck on this, because I know it's a new concept. We don't typically think in this way. So if you if you need some more input on this, drop me a comment. I'd love to to um, to hear more uh, from you. Okay. Uh, now, we got something else that I want to share with you really quick. Let me, let me just set this up here while we talk. Um, and... Let me see. So I'm going to share this with you guys here. See if I can do that easily. Uh, Sorry, guys. A little bit of computer problems with the screen, but we're going to get it right. Okay. There we go. So I wanted to share this with you guys because this is actually um, a client of, of mine, okay? And this is their website. This is a graphical representation of their website. And as you're looking at this, and, and I apologize that I can't get this much bigger for you. This is as large as I can get it, right? But um, I'm hoping that you can see here, and maybe you really can't now that I'm seeing it on the screen, but... The bottom line, this is a representation that we run of someone's website where we can actually see the pillar pages and all of the child pages that splinter off of it. Make sure that nothing is, is fragmented, that no one is, is hanging out there by themselves, um, that we've accomplished the pillar page method um, correctly uh, for this website. And so this is where you end up getting to. Right. And I'm showing you this because this is what you grow to. You, you don't have to start start here. Obviously, you can't start here, obviously, because you're just starting to create content. Um, but this is where we take our clients and we start to visualize and make sure that our pillar pages are working well. And, and this graph even tells me which pages are getting most traffic, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so we can see what content people are reading and what they're actually caring about. OK, but. The other thing that this graph does is shows us too with those interlinkings that yes, we've done this correctly so that Google will be able to really understand the content that's on our website. Um, and I apologize, I couldn't get this any bigger for you guys just to, to really see um, in, in that demo space there. But anyway, guys, my point today very simply is this. You're creating content. It's time to start creating content. I've told you before to create content. Now we want to start creating content with a bit of a mindset and planning. So now how do we get to planning? And one of the frameworks that we use is the pillar page and the child page framework, where we're going to take big topic areas that you want to cover, that your customer needs you to cover. And then we're going to break it down into all the different component parts, all the different comp component questions that could be asked about this topic. 
and we're going to write one big article on the topic and then several specific articles to cover each of the questions. Okay? Guys, you do this, and I guarantee you, your rankings will start to change. Your website SEO will start to change. You will start showing up higher. Now, how long is it going to take? I can't promise you that. We've done this for some clients, and, and there's so many factors for how long it will take. I've seen it take anywhere from a week to four months, okay? It really just depends. And we can talk about all of those factors as well, age of your website, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, lots of stuff. But the bottom line is, if you're at that place where you're starting to think about how do I plan my content, how do I forecast where am I going, this is how you do it. You create those pillars, those big pieces of content that you can write a ton about. When I say write a ton, I'm talking you know, well over a thousand words. Um, there are studies that will tell you that you know, the best pillar pages are over 4,000 words. Yes, I know, nobody's gonna read them, but we'll talk about why in another video. Um, write those long posts, those pillar pages, and then, then the child pages that will come in anywhere from that 600 to 1200 word mark which dive into a specific answer or a specific piece of that. Anyway, guys, this is the method that, that we use um, here with my agency. And as I said, here at Traffic Keys, my goal is to teach you. And I'm going to teach you everything that's in here, everything that we do. And this is one of our absolute keys to content is that pillar page and child page and setting up that structure. So if you have any questions, please, by all means, as you know, as always, drop me a comment. Um, I love your questions. I'll answer them if I can um, in the comments. If it's a good enough, big enough topic, I'll add you to a mailbag Monday and we'll cover it on a Monday. Might even bring you on um, on the live so that you could be a part of getting your question answered. But I'm Atiba. It's been a pleasure sharing with you. I will see you tomorrow.